Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. She's a PI, she's a veteran, and she's kind of a crappy gambler, unfortunately. It's time to get to know Dex on the Stumptown After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We're dancing, we're grooving a little bit, you know, because Stumptown just premiered, and I'm super excited. And that soundtrack, we'll talk about it, right, won't we? (laughs) What's up, everyone? It is the Stumptown After Show on After Buzz TV. Like I said, it's the season premiere. We're talking episode one. Forget it, Dex. It's Stumptown. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. I'm joined by an amazing, fantastic co-host, who I think is perfect for me to be a (laughs) co-host, because Shay Jones, let me just say, you are a huge Veronica Mars fan, right? That is very true. Right. And so this is up your alley. It is. This is, because Veronica Mars is always when I was in high school, so now that I am... uh, officially an adult right some town is that is going to be that thing for adults now right which i oh my gosh it was so great i'm yeah i'm officially an adult I'm too quote unquote <laughs> officially an adult um no, no, no adulting is hard yeah it really sucks but we can see through decks that it's also very hard as you get older and have a brother and you know going through the motions it's just ridiculous especially so, when you gamble your money away. right <laughs> we'll talk about it we're going to talk about it but we have so much to talk about we got to talk about decks get to know her a little bit we have a special segment, right? Shay been cooking up all day. She's still ready for it. We got, uh, well, obviously we have our predictions. We got some news. And also stay tuned because we have a very special top three. Um, But more on that later. Shay, you gotta help me out with initial thoughts on this episode. I didn't know, I I knew I was gonna like this show, but I didn't know I was gonna like it as much as I did after watching that with you. So what are your initial thoughts going through your head right now? Um, my overall thoughts are this was such a great first episode, great pilot for a show that is re-changing gender roles mm-hmm. and in a good way. Right. Because there are parts of her character where you like, which is something a guy would do normally, mm-hmm. but she, but and she has those like the qualities that you will see in a guy character where he's like, oh, he slept with somebody but doesn't remember your name, but he's like, oh yeah, like yeah. Mary. Oh, you mean Maria? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but can I get in? That's all I, you know, I, I still want to get to my destination. There, I just, I love the general reversal that's happening in the show. I think that's so amazing, especially in today's climate. Right. And I think we need shows like this. And also, it's proof that I don't have to be, quote unquote, the girly girl or... Feminine. Feminine. Overly feminine. Overly feminine to still be a woman. Mm-hmm. We come in many different personality traits, people. Right. I love it, too, because I feel like Kobe has always been... She's such an amazing actor, and mm-hmm. this is more of... We were talking about before the, before the show started that this is definitely more a serious role, but I love that the show is still very humorous. It's still yeah. very... So much comic relief here and there, but it's not too much. And obviously, we know her for various roles, but I think um, I'm super excited also because I got the chance to be at Comic-Con this year and interview some of the cast, so... I'm so happy. Yeah, you know, happy. I was not. <laughs> maybe it, we'll have some of the cast, too, join us in this after show this season. That would be awesome. 
awesome. We're going to try our best to do that. But yeah, I love what you brought up about how it's uh, reshaping gender roles and how it's also like we're looking at her as a character too. It's not, she's, she's a woman. She's awesome. She's badass. But it's cool to kind of like break that glass ceiling and allow a character to not be, we're not judging her so much, you know, we, yeah. we're, we're, we kind of know who she is, but I feel like in this season, we're going to really delve into get to know who she is and, um, really explore her past with, you know, a lot of, about, you know, her being a veteran and also her past relationship as well. So I'm super excited. And also guys, we do have a live chat and if you're tuning in live, we love you even more. Uh, and so just give us those questions, comments, and theories and help us because you guys are kind of like our uh, our special co-hosts as well. Right, Shay? That is so true. <laughs> um, but if you're not tuning in live, that's fine as well. You know, you can always hit us in the DMs or comment below on YouTube and let us know what you thought of the season premiere because I loved it. So why don't we get on to our first topic of really getting to know who is Dex? <laughs> Dex is such a phenomenal character, obviously portrayed by Kobe Smulders. Um and I think that there's so much to her. We we really get invested in this character, especially when we find out she has a brother, uh, Ansel, who has Down syndrome. Yeah. Um, we get to know so much about her. And even some of the fight scenes, we see flashes of her going through PTSD. So what did you? What was your process of getting to know this character um, in this particular episode? I thought it was interesting watching her go through PTSD because it is such a big thing that is happening with veterans who come back from overseas Mm -hmm. and sometimes our government doesn't really know what to do with it and so like obviously she's she still gets a military disability check but she's not it's not really going towards her own health right at the same time and you can see her struggle very hard and she's trying to you know you know numb it I think it's more than anything. I think she's trying to numb the flashbacks. She's trying to numb that part of herself because mm-hmm. I feel like she's afraid to feel. Yeah. So she's she's using um, alcohol and the gambling and uh, one night stands to right. just get get her through those the day. Are, those are like temporary feelings of that can kind of like like you yeah. said get her through the day. It's not something that she has to really dwell on. I think the only thing that she's really dwelling on. Um, is, like, the fact that she is supporting her brother. Like, she's almost like a single parent, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, to her brother. I don't know where her parents are. Uh, (laughs) Maybe we'll find out exactly as to why she is support. She seems like she has a really nice house. Also, this show is in Oregon, which is such a great... um, Well, it's in Oregon, air quotes. (laughs) Quote, unquote. More on that later. It is set in Oregon. More on that later. Stumptown, coffee. Mm, Delicious. But, yeah, um, obviously, we know she's a PI. She's a veteran. It's almost as if there was, like... I'm getting the sense of there was maybe some unfinished business in regards to her past as a as a um was she in the army? I think so. She was in the army. So maybe there's some unfinished business in that regards and that's why she's taken up a PI role. So I mean, we learned throughout this episode that I think part of the reason she also got out it was because of what happened to Benny. More on that. <laughs> True. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like that was a that was a big that was a big little yeah. Easter egg that they threw us this because, episode, right? Because of Sue Lin and the casino and everything, and you and you see those two differences, and that's a very different culture. And any reservation has its own rules, its own culture, and is very separate because it wants to be. Also, at the same time, it wants to be separate from 
American rules, American laws, technically. Like, like they have their own ways of dealing out retribution or mm-hmm. justice. Right. Because, like, Susan was saying, she's like, you will work with us. She took, like, she was straight-faced with these cops. She just picked up her little needle... And it was knitted, and she was like, we're going to work together. Mm-hmm. For once, we're going to get together. Right. That was some shade. It was big shade, and also just a statement piece of how maybe she also, how big she is, a big deal, too, at the same time. Are you talking about Sulin or uh, Sulin. Dex? Okay. Yeah. All right. How big deal she is in the town itself. Sulin. Yes. Right. And um, obviously, this is, uh, Sulin is Benny's mother yes right she is the head of the family so i think that uh going back to dex dex is a character who uh even brought up in this episode that she felt like she wasn't good enough for her son uh benny you know during the relationship and benny ended up marrying someone else Um, almost someone another person in the relationship itself yeah to have nina obviously so there's so much baggage with that and dealing with you know the man you loved his mother and how that mother is enlisting you to find Nina. Or so it's so many layers that really complicates this whole ordeal. And I think that Dex is very dealing with it. Uh, honestly, she to me, I don't know if I could do that. You know, I feel like she's dealing it with it. With I know it was a really hard decision for her to like. Yes, I, I will accept the mission of fight, tracking down Nina. Well, one, she kind of didn't have a choice. And when the brother is, her brother says, we're going to be okay, she's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm being prideful. I think that's also one of her things. She's, Dex is very prideful. And sometimes your pride gets in the way of a lot of things. And at that point, you need to eat. Your brother needs to eat. Pride needs to go out the window, baby. Take the job. Pay your debt off. Let that 11K go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's not in your own pocket. Right. I mean, it was a, it was a nice deal. Mm-hmm. Your debt's paid. You get $1,000 for expenses. Put it towards your... your, your what, did she, what did she throw away? She's like, this is, this is for the, the TV and the power bill when she was playing in the casino. Oh, I don't remember that. Because <laughs> like, she needed an 8, but she got a 7. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, are you sure you want to do that? She's like... Yep, we're just mm-hmm. gonna. Here's the light bill. Here's the electricity bill. I, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and before we move on, another character that I wanted to bring up was Gray, which was Jake Johnson, yes. portrayed by Jake Johnson. Shout out to him. Voice of Spider Man. That's how I know him. Which he some loves people, that fact. Some people know him as someone from New Girl, which I have no uh, no experience with. But anyways, Gray is a character who kind of like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to th- immediately think of Gray as a romantic love interest to her decks uh that's I, it's so easy to do that because i feel like that's such a heteronormative concept to be like oh man woman together <laughs> but really like i think this show like as shay brought up is like trying to like no we, we don't think like that just because we have these particular genders assigned to these characters that's that doesn't mean we're going to ship them automatically but i think I actually disagree what are you talking about? Like Wait, can I finish? No, go ahead. Well, to me, Gray is like almost as if like, like another family member to mm-hmm. uh, the two, Ansel and mm-hmm. Dex. And so he seems to be like a big brother role to Ansel when Dex isn't able to support and when Dex isn't able to support Ansel. You know, she has to go on her PI missions and whatnot. You were saying you disagree. How dare you? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I disagree in the fact that I think. Gray, while he might act, 
dad ish, like mm-hmm. she was commenting on this episode. He has feelings for her. You think so? But he's he's been so friend zoned. He's in that mentality of just it's better to be in her life the way I am right now than to hope that she'll finally see me as that person she could actually have a relationship to. Because I also feel like mm. in Gray's case, he always feels like he's facing the ghost of Benny. Okay, like that is a big thing for him. I will always be in Benny's shadow because you're you you haven't dealt with it and you're not moving past it. Mm-hmm. He's something that's hovering over you like a cloud that will not go away. Mm-hmm. That's so, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it sucks for him though that if he if that is the case because he seems like he's so invested in just being there for the two, the family, and um. Dex, to me, in this episode, didn't seem like she was reciprocating any, like, she clearly she cares about Grey, but she seems like she's not romantically interested in him at all. But I think it's also because she hasn't, like he says, you're not dealing with anything. You're, you're, you're... Well, she's dealing with PTSD. She No, she's dealing with, no, I'm saying, but she's not dealing with PTSD. She has it, and she understands she has it, but, but she's, she's not... dealing with, she's going through the process of it. That's what I meant. I'm, I'm, I feel like it's more she's not dealing with it. She's not trying. She's not trying to process it at all. She's not. She wants. I feel like she, in a way she's punishing herself. She's not treating it. Is that- yeah, I feel like more or less use that word. She's not treating herself to the betterment of herself. Right. She's not trying to get better. She. I think she's punishing herself because she blames herself for Benny. For Benny, and I mean it also doesn't help that Sue also blames her in a way. Right. Sue just kind of looks down on her. Yes. Hmm, interesting. Well, let us know what you think of the topic of Benny and Dex and all these complicated relationships. There's even more characters that we're going to talk about as we talk about the main plot line of this episode. But before (laughs) that, I just want to take the time to thank you guys for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. It means so much to us because we love talking about all different types of show. We have we have multiple channels, Shay, right? We have, we have so have many. Drama. We have uh, reality television competitions, animation, comedy, uh, sci fi, and superheroes. One of my favorite shows, uh, or shows, yes, totally. One of my favorite genres uh, and channels as well from Afterbuzz. And Shay and I have history. We do some, <laughs> we've done some shows together, a little show called Runaways. Yeah, we're we coming back it. for season three, and oh. we're so excited. Stay tuned this winter. We're coming back. We are coming back. <laughs> we might have special guests and more giveaways. You totally. But yeah, we really appreciate you guys tuning in to the live chat or just commenting with us. Even when the show ends, it doesn't end here. You can give us a download. You know, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and of course, we're obviously on YouTube. But like, share, subscribe, uh, give us, you know, the five-star rating on iTunes. We would love that. And if you do, we will shout you out and show some love for showing love to us. But until then, thanks again for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. We love you, After Buzzers. <laughs> we do. I don't know sure. why. I, yeah. I don't, I was... We love you, Apple. <laughs> after, I can't even say it. We love you, After Buzzers. I don't know why else to say Apple. I blame you. <laughs> Apple Buzzers. Apple oh my gosh. Buzzers. That was the, that's the wrong studio, Shay. Apple Buzzers. You don't want to say Apple Pockets. That's, that's why I threw it. That's why I threw it I just wanted to be concrete, okay, Shay? Cool. But let's be more concrete with this. Uh, narrative in this episode, which was tracking down Nina. So obviously, we already brought up the fact that Sue Lin enlists the help of Dex because Dex is just failing miserably uh, as a gambler, and she is. I think she owes Sue, Sue Lin like eleven k. Yeah, she owes her eleven thousand dollars. How how do you let her? Well, that's the, how do you let her back into the the casino? Come on, Sue. I mean, I think it's also partly because <laughs> of her relationship with Benny. One and then two is also. 
part of like that's how you that's how you you yeah. need gamblers. I'm sorry. When you have a casino, you need gamblers. And okay, the one thing you- gamblers should also <laughs> understand though, the house always wins. <laughs> Let's just be real clear. The house oh always wins. I love how you said that. That was beautiful. Thank you. But it's true. I mean, I don't gamble. I've seen people do it, but I I never understood the compulsion for it. I mean, it's I mean, thrill. who doesn't need easy money? I I would love some easy money in my life. Mm-hmm. I can use it right now. If I'm not going to gamble away the little money I do have, I don't really think so. Yeah, I think it just goes back to the thrill that we that you brought up about her kind of like uh, compensating for something that she's not particularly treating. Uh, you know, that's a thrill. Like, even if it lasts for, I don't know, 15 seconds, it's, and even if she loses, it's still that thrill, that roller coaster almost to kind of like feel something in a sense, because maybe she's not feeling something or yeah, maybe but she, she might find that in a sexual act with, uh, Detective Hoffman. Hoffman. Ooh. I'm just, Can, yeah. Mm, let's, mm, we're going to get to that. Okay. 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 But, um, I do want to just applaud Dex for going through with it and tracking down Nina and well, I loved I loved it what, the fight scene with Nina well no when you know she went to her friend first and then she like drove around a corner and then she snuck up behind the girl and just jacked her phone I that was my favorite part that was literally I would do some sneaky stuff like that I'm mm. like okay you, you thought you got me right okay cool well, I'll be right back I just love the fact that when she finally got Nina uh, into the car, and then, well, I guess, yeah, I like the fact that she was successful in getting Nina in the car, but also I love the fight scene, the struggle. I know she wasn't successful in this predicament, but I, I love the fact that this show is, like, doing these crazy fight scenes in this choreography, but also incorporating humor into it sometimes, because the the music in the background it was like lighthearted and fun like i love you were not, you especially really loved the music the the soundtrack i can appreciate some old 80s i right. can i really could i will say uh, i got some mad robin sparkles uh, vibes in this episode real quick because at one point tiffany i think we're alone now was playing and do you watch how i met your mother it's fine if you don't but anyways, uh, <laughs> Kobe plays Robin, and she played a character that is like Tiffany, who was like a, a super pop star in the mall. Oh, yeah. And so I, Tiffany, I remember that episode. Tif- yeah, yes. Robin Sparkles. And then Tiffany was just like that. She Robin Sparkles was basically Tiffany or Debbie Gibson. Uh, but anyways, back to Stumptown. It just, that was the, I don't know if anyone else felt that way, but I just want to put that out there. Oh, what else? I thought was interesting about that scene. So you taped this girl to the steering wheel like this is Rush Hour. And then as you get attacked, you say, run. Well, what <laughs> key am I going to run? You ain't leaving me because with no survival, okay? You left me chained. She said run when she got free, though, because one of the guys got her out of the car. No, she said run before the dude even got to the other side of the car. And he knows that she was chained because she tried to get out. But she's I like, have to rewatch that scene. She's like, <laughs> I, am, I am attached to a... I'm going to try to run, but what key would you like me to do that, ma'am? I have to rewatch that scene. Um... Uh, but what, for real. Do you want to rewatch a scene with Hoffman, played by Michael Ealy? Can we just and, talk about sexy? <laughs> but exactly. That's what I'm talking about. He seems like, all, off the bat, there was some kind of, like, sexual tension, or some kind of tension between him and Dex, clearly. And then later on, they actually end up having sex, which to me was crazy. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on 
this interesting relationship. There's, there's obviously like sex involved, but also mm-hmm. they're working. They're going to be working together. Well, I mean, it's going to be very more consultantish because PIs and police officers don't necessarily always get along. Right. Just professional, professionally wise, they just don't get along. Mm-hmm. Um, because they have two completely different ways of dealing with their craft. Well, their yeah, work. and also because police officers. In their mind, they are, they have badges, they're supposed to uphold the law, this, that, and the other. PIs get a little flexible with the law mm-hmm. to get to the end result they need. Right. So, you know, there is that factor. Mm-hmm. However, like I said, there was sexual tension right. right off the bat. I, I love their banter. And she was just like, You're, I'm not going with you. I have to go do something. Bye. Mm-hmm. And they, so quick with the just, I'm just going to arrest you. You have 14 mm-hmm. warrants of, of unpaid parking tickets. And if, I don't know, like, you really just... I love, that, I love that they actually just threw that in in there, the whole no-strings-attached uh, relationship between the two. Because in epi- the pilot episode, like, you would think that would come in, I don't know, a couple episodes down. But I think that also just shows that Dex really doesn't... It's almost as if I wonder... If Dex is doing this purposely, just so she can kind of like get in with like you know have a good relationship with the the cops, you know what I'm saying? I know. I really feel like that. Well, she caught so many people apparently before she got to him. Like she like she caught she had a whole list of people she tried to connect with, so she wouldn't have to deal with her own thoughts and be alone. Mm-hmm. And he was the last person. First of all, I need to know what time it was that you ended up at his place for you. So maybe two in the morning, you decide to go pick up your brother at the bar. These are the questions I have real quick, because as soon, like, yeah. as soon as you call somebody this late at night and they answer and they say, come on over, you're a booty call. So everybody understands what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You did not just not let her in your house to not get some sir. Right. It's sex. But also, I think she is using it for to her benefit with her predicament, you know, finding Nina. And also, that's when she found out, like, okay, there's two different conflicting stories. So, it's like you're, she's getting laid and she's doing her job at the same time. Yeah, but she didn't try did, to. And plus, he came out with a whole she, whopper. it was successful, Shay. It was successful. But, he, but he, then he came out with information about her. So, that's how we found out that he... Was on leave. He wasn't even supposed to be in that Humvee. Benny wasn't supposed to be in the Humvee. He had $86 and an engagement ring in his pocket. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm thinking, did you break up with your woman while you were on leave before you decided to come all the way to meet me? Mm-hmm. This is me, a viewer watching it versus obviously her dealing with it. And she still kept the engagement ring. Right. And in my mind, I'm like... Did the report say it had an engagement ring? Then how did I end up with the engagement ring? Mm-hmm. So I would like to know how she ended up with the engagement ring in the first place. Well, she don't got the engagement ring anymore. No, she got it back. Did she? Oh, yeah. He returned what? it at the bar. Oh, okay. See, I need to rewatch this. Oh, my gosh. So much happened in this episode. It was really good. There was a lot. I kind of wish she didn't. I feel like she shouldn't have gotten that back, in a sense. The dude was captured. What she, like, he was going to keep she it? She needs to pawn that ring. She needs to get that money. I mean, sentimental value. Okay, great. But also, I mean, Benny like, never... In her pro- mind, it Benny. might be the only one she gets. So, hey, Maybe I, that I'm keep she, the jury. I don't know. Get that money to support you and your your kid. Your brother. <laughs> your kid. First of all, Ansel is an no, amazing actor. Uh, I want to state right. that real quick Absolutely. right now. The, the actor who plays Ansel is incredible. I love him. I think he's so sweet. Right. And I think... I. I think he's been in... He's getting work, too. He's getting a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to him. Absolutely. 
Um, it was a shame that he, I felt so bad though when when Dex got captured. I know he got loved. and then he was just he kind of got swerved, you know, like left alone in the parking lot. He just wanted to kick a ball and have fun. So why don't we get to that topic of the final showdown? Okay. Um, you know, obviously, I think Dex. Uh, I think a lot of characters in this show don't feel uh, good enough. Or they're dealing with self-worth issues. Um, maybe Gray, for example, he doesn't feel good enough for Dex. But then Dex didn't feel good enough for Benny. And then the whole dialogue between Michael and Dex in this whole episode was that Michael didn't feel good enough for Nina. You know, so I feel like a lot of characters are feeling like similar things. He didn't feel good enough. Quote unquote, he didn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally. But like, it was obviously a fake just to like try to get money out of Sue. Um, But that showed a lot about Dex's character about giving this ring up to Michael to have, because he can't afford an engagement ring for Nina, even though he was lying the entire time. But Dex gave this thing, this, this, this ring that meant so much to her, has so much sentimental value, even though she never received it from Benny, but she was going to give it up. It's almost as if she was like trying to get rid of. Give up Benny, you know. You love something, you can let it go almost. And like, I can give it to your daughter, so she could have the story we never did. Mm-hmm. Complicated relationships, man. But obviously, Michael turned on Dex. He turned on Nina. Trifling men in the show. I'm sorry, I digress. He, and then that was a no. You trifling. Sulin comes up. She shows up with her little red outfit, little hat thing. I was like, okay, Miss Thing with her money. It was like, okay, we already know she has money. She gives the money up to Michael in exchange for Nina. Um, but then Dex comes in, guns a blazing, or with the cops following right behind <laughs> her. I love that there was this show. This season premiere gave us so much. There were fights. There was car chases. There was. Kobe Smolders getting punched in the face, decked. It was amazing. So what were your thoughts on the final showdown? And obviously, you know, Dex is going to get some work ahead of her. First of all, Kidnapper is sitting here sipping some coffee, trying to taste like his (laughs) origin stories and everything. It has an earthy taste. I'm thinking Ethiopian. (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I'm really just... I'm like, what kind of kidnappers are you? You sound cultured. So now I'm just like, I have issues a little bit with you now for being that cultured. That's so And then funny. beat up on a woman at the same time. And then you put her in a trunk, not noticing that there's a, there's a fire extinguisher. Also, why is there a fire extinguisher in your trunk? That, <laughs> that's for another conversation, obviously, probably. Yeah. But why is there... And you decided to just thrust her in here. Didn't lock her hands or something like that with a fire extinguisher. How smart are you? Hey, people are more chill in Oregon, Portland. As someone who's traveled to Oregon multiple occasions and uh, talk about coffee, like people are very hipster there with their coffee shops. People don't go to Starbucks in Oregon; they go to like their their like hole in the wall cafes. Uh, So I totally got the whole ridiculous comic relief exchange between the two. Uh, lackeys from Baxter, right? They're basically Baxter. Oh, um, no, they were just, they were like, this is the host, they're not with Baxter. Oh, they were with Michael, duh. Yeah. Baxter, that was another thing. Baxter, Baxter just, w- well, now that's gonna come back and bite her some, sometime yeah. in the future, definitely. Because she jacked that vehicle. I hope she bring. I'm like, she could have just returned it, like, outside, but I would have just returned Ooh. it outside and just, just said, hey, I would have, like, had somebody give you a note. Mm-hmm. Baxter, your car is outside. I'm sorry I jacked it. Bye. <laughs> I mean, at least I would I would return it. I probably would return it that same. I would just like <laughs> I would have parked it around the corner, hopped out, 
and just started running. I know. And I would be like, bye. That lady was mad. <laughs> oh, she was she like, was. I'm your buyer, was... and that woman's in my vehicle. Like, so maybe we might be woman? seeing that lady too in the near distant future. Uh, but let's save that for predictions. Cause, and we have to get those predictions going because, I mean, Dex might be having a new job ahead of her, right? Thanks to Detective Hoffman right. and giving her a new career aspect and that she a, didn't even think about. And a new uh, place to stay to crash at, apparently. One time or two. You know, <laughs> I mean, all right. FWBs don't hurt. But before that, we have a special segment. Uh, well, to- special top three uh, spe- segment regarding Kobe Smulders, the star of this show who is killing it and punching her way through all these baddies. But we just want to show some love to her and her top three roles she's ever done. And so let's start off with Mother in a series of unfortunate events on Netflix. Uh, So this is really cool because also one of her co-stars from How I Met Your Mother, Neil Patrick Harris, he's Count Olaf, which is so cool. It's so funny that they're both in that show. Oh my gosh, on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, please do. Season three is up. They're... I can't believe there's already a season three, so you could binge it. Go now and show some love to Kobe. Um, number two. Maria Hill in the MCU. Ugh, how can you not love her? I know she doesn't have a whole lot of screen time, but she's in so many of the MCU films, kicking Plus so much butt. Spider-Man. Right. So recently, Far From Home, I love the whole bazooka scene. She's just so cool. I want more Maria Hill. And just she's saying. in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't yeah. Maria Hill. Yeah. But also, you know, MCU, kicking butt, as always. Um, and finally, I have to give it to Kobe in this role. You already know. No, not Robin Sparkles. Ignore the sparkle sound effect, okay? It is Robin Charbosky on How I Met Your Mother. How, what? That is top one. That is number one for sure. How could any role of Kobe be more iconic but yes, that is our top three from After Buzz of Kobe Smulders roles. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. She's amazing. And I'm so excited to see more serious roles from her because she, she's such a com- comedic genius entertainer. So I'm so ready for Stumptown. And hopefully season two. I know it just started, but the future of Stumptown. So enough about me rambling, Shay. Shay, you have a special segment that you've been cooking up this entire day. Why don't you tell the good folks? here at After Buzz TV, what your special segment entails. Hey guys, so our special segment is You Got Stumped. Love it. Okay, so obviously there's a lot of twists and turns that happen in this episode, but I feel like it's going to happen every episode throughout this season. And most of the times I am very good at predicting what's going to happen. It's just... You are really good at that. I'm really good at it. But I will have to say, there's some things that actually stumped me, and I was so happy about that. Mm-hmm. So, me and Ollie are going to give you a uh, part of the episode that stumped both of us. Mm-hmm. Ollie, you can go first. Oh, me? Oh, gosh. Well, I hope I don't steal yours. Uh, okay, well, honestly, what stumped me, I'm still so shocked that this is so stupid. Mine's so dumb. When, she, when Hoffman and Dex got it on, I was so shocked. That stumped me. I'm like, okay, I didn't see this coming. It's cool. It's great. No strings attached. But I was really shocked that their relationship... I expected her, her relationship with Hoffman to be similar to... Um, uh, Gray. No, not Gray. Uh, gosh, I wrote it down. Where is it? Cosgrove. Cosgrove. Uh, the other... Uh, oh, the lieutenant Cosgrove. Yeah, portrayed by Cameron. 
Yes. I thought that they were both going to, they were just going to be at ends. Like, I really didn't see them to have, like, a romantic thing until, well, and it's not even romantic, a sexual thing. But it was cool that that really that happened. A lot of things stumped me in this episode. So what was yours? My stumped moment was finding out that Michael was actually the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I did not really see that coming whatsoever. Ow. And I was like, um, sir? Right. Who? What? And then when he pulled the gun on her after that, too, and I mean, granted, his hand was shaking as he did it. I'm just like, are you, you're going to commit murder. Cool. <laughs> I love this sound. Especially because she also did an episode, Copa's Motors, an episode of Law and Order. So I love that. Um, but yeah, that was actually one of the things that actually stumped me this entire time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm also stumped real quick about uh, Sue Lynn not giving all the information out about. Oh no, I knew that. I knew that you did only because. Okay, the reason I felt that way in this episode is because I don't know that much about Indian reservations, but I know enough to know that when family's involved, they're gonna do what they gotta do to protect their own. Okay, but isn't that like every family? <laughs> no, but I, but I mean, like, they have their own different set of rules. So even though they said they were going to work with the police the first time, when it comes to her blood and that's, like, somebody she actually truly cares about, she was not leaving that up to the police. She was not leaving that up to the FBI. She was just going to tell everybody that she's not seeing anyone. Mm-hmm. Because, that, first of all, that's suspicious. If your daughter was kidnapped, and from what we know about Sue, she is a ruthless... She might be knitting some sweaters and some socks, but she is some ruthless, okay? She a bad she person. Ruthless. She no. ruthless. She ruthless. So, that means she would come for you with everything she has mm-hmm. to destroy you. It wouldn't be... It was just almost too easy that the fact that Nina was found on a road... Like, down the street. Mm-hmm. It, that's just almost too easy of a thing. Where she's just so calm about it. Why are you calm? Well, it still stumped me, Shay. That so. was suspicious to me. It stumped me. It's I'm like... glad. I'm just saying that... <laughs> I'm just saying for me... Okay, that's Her good. behavior was suspicious. I like that you're not... Like, I'm the... I'm the uh... I'm the uh, gullible. gullible one, and you're you're like the skeptic. You're like, mm, I love it. This is a good. This is a good pairing, as always. Yeah, awesome. uh, gosh, I was going to say something else, but I completely forgot about Sue. But yes, I do agree that she is like so tricky, and she's so like on it at the same time. But I'm totally digging her. Yeah. But also Shay, I'm also digging the fact that you might have some news for us, right? I do. I'm excited. Let's do it. Hey guys, so my news for today was a uh, news report from Rotten Tomatoes, and it's talking about Stumpstown's Lady P.I. is like no other you've seen on TV. And after seeing this episode, I completely wholeheartedly agree. When Ron Tomato spoke to Rucka about the television show, he said bringing the more rough and tumble private investigator back to TV as a woman gives Stumptown a unique flavor. When you flip gender in some of these situations, you get some really great dramatic and thematic dividends because society treats men differently than it treats women. Expectations are different. Ask any woman if her experience walking down the street alone at two in the morning is the same as yours. To Rucka, it's important to embrace that gender flip for all the diverse storylines it presents while making sure gender is not the defining attribute of a character. And like real people, Rucka said, a character is what he calls an emergent organism. 
They're all things. Uh, they're all these things, different pieces. They are the color of the hair, their education, and how they were raised, and where they were raised, and what religion they were raised in, and whether they still believe, and when they had their first kiss, and what their favorite food is, and the genders in there. He said, and don't miss her uh, as Lady P.I. in 2019's Smolder's Dex is no Jessica Fletcher. She's vibrant, flawed, and has extensive fight training, which is true. There's a lot more to that uh, article. You guys should check it out for, on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I just completely loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved I, I love everything saying yeah. because society does treat women differently than, than they treat men. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, a, um, Annihilation Nation. Oh, Assassination Nation. Yeah. That um, the I creator that of Euphoria did. Right. And it just shows how men, when their stuff is leaked, how they're treated. But when a woman's stuff is leaked, right. she becomes a slut. She becomes this this almost pariah, social pariah in a way that no, like you would mm-hmm. never do. You would never become if you're a man. Right. You would never be so, um, de- uh, what is it? Degraded. But for what you did as a man, if you the were the backlash you would face, yeah, the backlash, the backlash you would face, right? Ba- face, which is just we're in 2019, people. Mm-hmm. Why is this even still a conversation? Right, and I think that's so. What's so great about media, especially in today's, where there is so many like female centric roles, the glass ceiling is starting to really be broken. Mm-hmm. So great that we have shows like Stumptown to really reinvent roles for women and yes. diverse roles for women, and not to just have those overly feminine roles. Not to discredit them, but like women are so powerful and they are so versatile with who they can become. Yes. As with men, you know, men embrace your femininity. But yeah, I love that. I'm so excited about what this show has to offer. And it's so cool that Kobe Smulders can be a part of this show because the show is also a uh, adaptation of a graphic novel. Yes, it so is. that's really cool on that part. If for if you didn't know that, you know, why don't you go check out your like your your favorite comic book store and get yourself a copy of Sometown. This show is amazing. I I just really can't wait to see what they do with this episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, this entire season. Because there's so many different ways it can go. And obviously, we still have a new character to meet. We meet the actual, the guy who's going to be her P.I. And you've seen him in Gotham. Now he is coming all the way over to Portland from New York. Is Gotham canceled? Is that what happened? (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, I actually do not know. Or is it ending? It's ending. It didn't get canceled so much as it's actually having its final season. It's going to get its actual, a nice run through of being final. Mm. So it's, it's a nice progression. But I really think Kobe Smoter's. Just it's gonna do such an amazing job with this character, mm-hmm. and also bringing to light that female-driven, strong female lead characters mm-hmm. are needed. Right, absolutely. Point blank, we need more of this because women are profitable. Get with it, people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I love it, Shay. Thank you. I couldn't say I literally can't add anything because you said it just perfectly. But Shay, you have to help me with predictions real quick after buzz tv predictions unfortunately we have to wrap up soon yes but shay what is going to happen on some town season one quick prediction predictions that are going to happen this season there's going to be more sex between (laughs) (laughs) hoffman and dex it's going to be definitely fwb situations happening i think we're really dex is really going to have to come to terms with her ptsd she's going to have to deal with it and to figure out if how to be a PI in her way, mm-hmm. in her own, who she is. Because I feel like, because she cares a lot, that also could get her into trouble mm-hmm. because sometimes caring leads you down the wrong path. Right. So, 
it's just going to depend on who she who she is because I feel like we know who she is, but I don't think maybe she actually knows who she is now, mm-hmm. eleven years out of the military, and right. where that's going to lead her. Yeah, so and that's I think what I'm at. yeah, and the at the predictions in the preview we saw that the whole thing was that her flaw is that she cares, mm-hmm. and I think that she's hiding the fact that she cares. Um, and I'm really afraid of Ansel. Like, I hope he's okay. I hope he doesn't get into trouble. I feel like, uh, I think she really needs to learn to embrace that the fact that she cares and to really find herself. Because I feel the last time she really cared about someone other than Ansel was uh, Benny. Yeah. And I think that's why she's so, she has all these walls up. And I think she, I think maybe a character like a Hoffman could maybe help break those down, surprisingly. Or even Gray. You never know. But I'm really excited about her new job, you know. But until then, uh, you let us know your predictions, your thoughts about this season premiere and what's going to happen. Shay, where can the good people find you on social media? You guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. You can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And check out my stump, uh, stump, Stumptown. <laughs> Stumptown Comic Con interviews along with Amy Cassandra on AfterBuzz TV Red Carpet channel. Until then, we'll see you next week for episode two of Stumptown. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.